Hey yo, what's going on out there? It's your boy G Guns, aka Gregory Guns, and right now I'm listening to the Blast Podcast. My guy DSP, make sure you check that out. 845 in the building. Peace, family. It is I, it is me, brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality, and you're now tapped into another installment of the Blast Podcast. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Sandbox Podcast Network. Please be sure to click the link in the bio. It'll uh, take you to a link tree. And on the link tree, it'll have everything affiliated with the uh, Sandbox Podcast Network. You definitely want to select the first option because that option takes you directly to the website. With that said, welcome to another audio episode of the Blast Podcast. Uh, This is season three. Season four will begin at the top of 2023. But this is a topic that I wanted to discuss. Um, I know it's a very... touchy topic you know you've been seeing how it's been how it's been weaponized i'll use that how it's been weaponized to the point where even trying to have discussion on the topic i guess would get you quote-unquote canceled or whatever you want to call it but i'm not afraid to have this conversation because one i'm equipped to have the conversation two i'm not signed to know big uh machine that would possibly tell me uh no you can't talk about this right so i wanted to take this opportunity to discuss this and the topic at hand is anti-semitism and i also incorporated anti-blackness because it's it's a dynamic between two collectives um and between the two collectives there's a subcollective. And when I say that, because there are black folks who identify as being Jewish. They follow Judaism. They, they do the practices. They respect the culture and all that. But they're still black people. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I want to have this conversation, because I notice that anytime someone is, quote unquote, waking up to who they feel that they are. Um, me personally, I don't identify as an Israelite. But I know plenty of people who do. I don't identify as that because I'm not uh, someone who follows religion. Right. So I don't really do the religion thing. But if you do and you're entitled to follow whatever belief system you want to believe. And what I've noticed is that when there are folks waking up from this collective, my collective, I should say, the black collective, and they talk about. Israelites and Judaism and and for some reason it's automatically deemed anti-Semitic right and that's somewhat unfair because why would they say that's anti-Semitic if you know if you understand what a Semite is um the people having those discussions can identify with those Semitic people. So why is it anti-Semitic? Is it because you're trying to control the narrative of what being a Semite is or what being anti-Semitic is? You know, um, it's, it's just weird. But the reason why I threw in anti-blackness is because 
I noticed that anytime it's someone that's part of my collective having this discussion or trying to wake people up towards that light, they're deemed anti-Semitic. And I'm like, wait a minute, what, what is that? You, is it that you don't want a particular group of people within this? Um, because we can go to the original story. We can go to the who or what the original people look like if we want to be petty, right? Since, we, since we're taking it out of the realm of religion where everything is ambiguous, it shouldn't matter what race you are. But now when we get into this conversation, the anti-Semitic, anti-blackness conversation, it becomes political. And um, what you're noticing is that, for example, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving didn't say anything. All Kyrie did was share a link. All Kyrie was trying to do was get out this information that he was told was powerful. And he was like, you know what? Let me use my platform to put that out there. I mean, people have showed it in their theaters. It's on Amazon. But the minute Kyrie made that post, the powers that be that, I guess, fund the Brooklyn Nets, fund the NBA, they wanted him silenced. They wanted him disciplined in front of millions. And that's what you saw for those couple of weeks. You know, I mean, the ADL even got $500,000 from the man. What did they need $500,000 from him for? They taxed him for bringing light to that film. And you got to understand, all the vilifying they tried to do of Kyrie Irving, all they did was make that film blow up even more. You know? It almost makes me think, did Kyrie do that on purpose? I don't know. I, I'm not going to say he did. But I'm like, did he know that this would create such backlash to where all he had to do was post it and not say anything? And he knew that it would blow up because of the vilifying? You know what I'm saying? The demonizing that's taking place. They tried to demonize that man. They tried to make Kyrie Irving look like the scum of the earth because he shared a link. That should tell you something. And that's, that's why I, I have to dive into the anti-blackness. Is there an anti-blackness within that culture? But I, you can't say it's that culture because there are black people within the Juda Judean, Judaism. There are black folks that practice Judaism. You know what I mean? They make their, their trips to Israel to pay their respects. They do all of that. And they look just like me. So I can't say it's the culture, but I would have to say, is it a few radicals that are in power that is creating this, this anti-blackness within this paradigm? Because I don't want to say the culture. I don't want to say the culture. The culture is not... Like I said, if you know what a Semite is, you know someone that looks like me, it's kind of hard for them to be anti-Semitic. You know what I mean? Unless they're just being, you know, straight disrespectful towards the culture, towards the religion. You know? Um, it's, it's hard for me to believe that a religion 
says to hate a particular collective or to denounce a particular collective. I, I, could, I would take it as more of a misinterpretation, you know, falling into the realms of fundamentalism. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? When you're dealing with fundamentalists, yeah, you're dealing with people that either misinterpret what the word is saying or taking the word exactly for what it means. And that can be dangerous as well because you know in the books, it's very metaphorical. So if you take it literal, it could be dangerous. So it's kind of hard for me to believe that it's saying be anti-black. I know some fundamentalists within that religion believe that every person that doesn't follow Judaism is a Gentile. And that was the olden days. Those were, that was the talk back then. Like thousands of years ago. People don't live like that no more. People don't think like that no more. That way of thought is archaic. But there are still people that uphold that. Like I said, fundamentalists. Every religion has fundamentalists. Don't let them fool you. Every religion has fundamentalists. I've seen it in Islam. I've seen it in Judaism. I've seen it in Christianity. I've seen it in all religions. For example, you have the Mormon fundamentalists that believe people with black skin are filled with sin. And that's why they look like that. And those are the fundamentalists. I'm not saying all Mormons believe that, but that's what they believe. And that's why there's some of them within that religion, particularly the fundamentalists, that can't stand the sight of black people. Because they feel that we're filled with sin. So it's, it's, it's an interesting conversation that I just wanted to, you know, bring up real quick. But I had to discuss it, man. Um, I felt it was needed. Um, I don't have to be too long-winded on this. You know, I can get my point across in like 10, 10 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? But um, I truly appreciate you guys tapping in with me. Sorry about dropping this episode so late. But uh, we had some technical difficulties, but uh, we got the episode out. And um, truly appreciate you guys tuning in, tapping in. But um, I'm getting out of here. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Sandbox Podcast Network. Follow me on Twitter, Onslaught Promo, O-N-S-L-A-U-G-H-T-P-R-O-M-O. And I'm getting out of here. Oh, yeah. Please be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Blast Podcast. That's straight like it is. B-L-A-S-T space P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Always got some new content on there. Tap in. Check out um, Don't Cancel Us featuring me and Stan Michael. That's a vibe. DSP Smoke Breaks coming back. And uh, DSP Seal of Approval Series. So you know the vibes. Tap in with me. I'm getting on out of here. Y'all be safe. I'm DSP. This is the Blast Podcast. Peace.